0: This is Reset and can be found at mccabe.io. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and I'll be bringing some friends along. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that's sat on my desk for years. It reminds me that no matter how much we mess something up, there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome back to Reset, everybody. I'm your host, David McCabe. It's episode number 48. I've got a ton. I mean, a ton. Crap ton, I would always say, of show notes to get through with you. But I'm going to switch gears even before you know I'm switching gears. So, yes, I'm your host, David McCabe. Follow me at McCabe.io on Twitter. Don't forget those famous homeservershow.com forums. You can get to them at homeservershow.com, or you can go to resetforums.com, get you straight there. So just this morning, I was listening to a podcast or two, and I listened to to Collison's, I don't know which one, and I listened to DMZ, the the entertainment boys over there at Entertainment 2.0, Josh Pollard and Richard Gunther, and I got a shout out which I was happy about. But I was even more ecstatic that they remembered that I used to be a Tableau customer. So let's talk cord cutting. Right now, I'm putting all of these show notes. I'm putting them aside. I mean, Surface Go, I've got so many show notes. L- let's just read them. Charlie Kendall, Amazon Prime Day, worst unboxing ever. Surface Go, DJI Mavic 2 and I can't even tell you how many other things I wanted to talk about. Hard drives, Western Digital but no. It's all your fault. The DMZ. The Digital Media Zone. The podcast that gave me the shout out. So here we go. Thank you by the way. I I love those guys. It's uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Actually, it is my number one podcast now. It used to be Richard's Uh, Home on podcast, but he is correct in stating about his last guest that, yeah, uh, home automation is boring. So, yeah, we're bored with it, Richard. Come on, give us something new to play with. Give us something new. So, DMZ is my number one. I'm pretty sure he won't care. (laughs) So, I'm having fun with you guys because it's a great Friday. School has started and I can get back to, oh my God, this house is so quiet. This house is so quiet. It's freakishly quiet with the heathens not running around breaking things and screaming at me for, you know, like food and stuff. Gosh, let the school handle all that. So we can get back to a nice schedule. Let's talk cord cutting. So I ventured into switching my cord cutting platform many years ago. And I could not wrestle my way away from media center Microsoft's Media Center. Is that not amazing? I, I'm sure a lot of you guys still use it. I used Media Center. I can't I never even I haven't even told you guys how far back I go with Media Center. There was this Hewlett-Packard box with a remote control, it was the ugliest thing ever. And it was XP, XP Media Center. Screwed around with hacking the original Xbox to get it on that and then moved up to uh, Windows 7. That's when it just, that's when it blew up in my household, right? That's when it went from my little side box to, hey, family, check this out. Is this something you think you could do? And that's when we cut the cord for, for good, um, that was way back in my southern Wisconsin days where we pulled signal from Milwaukee, which was a forty eight mile shot as a crow flies. I had this ginormous antenna, and I had to amplify that, but we got uh, pretty good signal and uh, good recordings. Yeah, this is Wisconsin where our our dish we used to be on Dish Network and it would fill up with snow and I had to get one of those covers to put on it so it wouldn't fill up with snow. It was crazy. We'd get rain fade. We'd get snow fade. It, it was a mess. So needless to say, I've been cord cutting for well over 10 years. I think I've got my money's worth by now. Of course, supplementing with Amazon Prime and Netflix. Netflix didn't go the Netflix route until about what am i going to say about 5 years ago i would say about 5 years ago we went the Netflix route got did the trial got hooked boom done so again i started playing with alternatives to media center i looked at tableau i looked you name it i've i've probably Taking a look at it. Now, that doesn't mean that it went in production. So I'm air quoting production, meaning I had these things on the back end. Should something go wrong with the media center? Now, the media center went through several iterations of Windows, hardware. Yes, a lot of hardware. So it went with a large server type operation. That had Windows Media Center built into it. And used the Seton Echo. Also used the Xbox 360. As a media a media extender to deliver the TV. Finally moved to the the best spousal acceptance factor situation. Was when I had a TiVo Series 1 by Sony. Gutted that. Took all the guts out, put in a Zotac motherboard, and you know, cut out the back, uh, put motherboard bounce on the bottom, cut a slot into the TiVo, into this little plastic, this little line of plastic. You'd never even know it was there unless you stepped up a couple of feet in front of the media center. I used to call it TiVo Center, and put in a DVD slot loader. In that and called it TiVo Center. I'm pretty sure if you search, yes, if you search on Google, it's easier to search Google. I searched TiVo Center and it came up with images first, and the article is called uh, "Converting a TiVo Series One into a Windows Media Center." It's out there on uh, HomeserverShow.com. It's actually on the blog portion because it used to be on the on the WordPress side. So I'll put that show. I'll put that link in the show notes. It'll be uh, Reset.fm/slash four and that was, I mean, that was, I did it because I, it was just an idea. You know, you get one of those lane brain, crazy ideas. And you think, can I do this? Can I actually gut this old TiVo? Cause it wasn't doing me any good and got it, got it done. It looked good. It worked good. The only part was when you, um, ejected the DVD, it literally kind of spat it out into the living room floor. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, the kids at the at that point wanted uh, after they figured out what was going on they would uh, ask you to you know make it spit it out so they could catch it it was kind of kind of crazy so tivo center lasted forever the problem was is i underbuilt right i built this little mini zotac oh it was horrible this little zotac uh, motherboard it was an atom processor and uh, it was just, I underbuilt it. I was trying to go with size, right? I was trying to be, you know, not so humongous. I didn't want a lot of air. I didn't want to move around a lot of air. I didn't want it to be loud. So it was time to replace that. Then I went with an HP solution again. Another HP box, but this one's different. This was the HP Stream. It's called an HP Stream mini desktop. It's The the model is 200 200- dash. 010. Zero, zero. I think that's the one I got, or it could be the three hundred i don't I don't really remember. I thought it was the two hundred, but regardless, it's this little blue maybe maybe I did get the three hundred, maybe the blue one is the three hundred. I can't remember it's been so so long ago. There's actually a lot of posts in the forums. I just did a, a search for two hundred dash zero one zero i even see a podcast about it i see the the mods that we started doing about it but it's this little blue hp stream computer i saw it at ces for the first time i think i did a a blog post on it to show everybody and it was uh this really nice little little pc that's got hdmi out and it's got uh i can't remember if it's got uh Well, it doesn't matter. Um, Really cool. Needed an upgrade, though. So it has a little hard drive in it. It has a little spinner that's really small. Needed a little uh, shot of RAM. Upgraded the RAM with some help on the guys out there in the homeservershow.com forums, um, IT Geeks, Scoondoggy. All of those guys helped me find a mini SATA cable to plug into this and dropped in an extra SSD. So I was able to run the OS on one drive and big big time storage of recorded files on another drive. I don't know if I put an SSD in there. I may have put a spinner in there, to be honest with you, just to get maximum storage. So that was it. I'm living large. This little baby device, uh, USB uh, slots on the front, tons of options on the back. Plugged in the little IR receiver, used the Media Center remote that was probably at this point, you know, five to seven years old of use, still kicking really good. It wasn't completely without problems. I do believe that I did have a Windows reload there somewhere in the middle. And I ended up going with Windows, I think I went with Windows 8, to be honest with you. Windows 10 was giving me troubles, Windows 7 was giving me troubles. So, I just right there in the middle, Windows 8 worked. It loaded and I had a license key for it. So, it works perfectly. I did all the little magic that told Windows 8 to never update to Windows 10. Please do not update to Windows 10, especially if it's like American Idol night, you know, or something like that. And it just ran and it ran and it ran and it ran. About two to three months ago, I started getting the first indication of it groaning. Yes, it groaned and groaned and groaned and grew louder and louder and louder. I knew it was a fan of some sort in there going bad. But what ended up happening is the fan actually, I guess it died, and it did a thermal shutdown. Missed some recordings, so I was like, that's it, done. I just, I thought, I'm going to just see what's going on. I cracked the case open, and it is a virtual... It's like a Big Mac sandwich and you have to undo all of these messy screws and all these things to get to one of the layers on the bottom. You can't just turn it over and grab the CPU fan off of it, right? It's going to be a mess. Now, I'm going to save it. I want to reuse it. As, I got to reuse it as something, right? I want to save it and replace that fan. But I also wanted to do an experiment, right? I just turned it off just turned it off and surprisingly surprisingly our TV usage plummeted i mean it just plummeted not even a word was said about it like where's our uh, where's our guide where's that thing that we used to watch TV on nothing just if they wanted to watch TV they went to netflix and amazon so we started watching i mean yeah we started watching a lot of stuff flash mainly flash everybody's hooked on flash i don't know why it's, it's, it's actually pretty good. I like it. And Arrow. Now we're hooked on Arrow. <laughs> so it still sits there. It's just turned off. I haven't done nothing with it. So fast forward, I haven't done anything with it. I think all you uh, English people just freaked your, freaked your mind when I said that, didn't you? Fast forward to literally yesterday. I was like, holy crap. The NFL starts tonight. This is me thinking Thursday. And the Colts are playing and the Cowboys are playing. I look up the channels. Cowboys are on NFL Network. Nothing I can do. Colts are on Fox, local broadcast. I'm like, crap. How am I going to record this? And I thought, well, I could just watch it and not record it. Because I still have my HD home run. It's one of the newer little puck Style. I don't even remember what it looks like. I had two of the old white ones, right, where you'd bring in two coaxes each. I had two of those. We had four channels. One of them were was a little weaker than the other one, which drove me crazy because sometimes it would record, sometimes it wouldn't. I thought, well, I can just use the HD Home Run app on my phone and watch the game. That'll be cool. I thought, no, this is my chance. This is my chance as a lifetime member of Plex to try this solution out. I hear you guys talking about it. I, I get it. I understand. I need to try it. Now I need some hardware. So we're back. We're, we're circling back. I'm not going to use that little dude. I, wish I, I literally wish I had a dollar for every time I've installed or tried Plex out. I mean, I'd probably have ten bucks, but hey, it's ten bucks. But it seems like I've tried it so many times. I've tried it on this NAS, on that NAS. I I recently had it, you know, not more than a year ago, two years ago, on a big server with tons of hard drives as like this backup server. I just like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a server. Hey, I got hard drives. I'm gonna bring up a server. So, I I started digging out some hardware. Some of my old I have an old motherboard. I used to I used to use it. Um, it would actually support two video cards. That was it, just two. No matter what I did, and I would I was mining crypto on it, and I tried it, and it's just dead. I don't, something's wrong with it. I may just throw it all out. It just it pains me to throw out hardware, but yikes! Um, so that, well, that one's that one's no good. And I looked over here at my. What I call my truck, my Windows 10 PC, which just got a brand new, fresh reinstall. Because I was using it for a lot of crypto stuff. I had wallets. I'd screwed with all the settings when you're mining and you're doing things like that. You screw with settings, Defender and all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? Don't even trust this thing. Wipe it. Brand new Windows 10. I play Fortnite uh, with the kids yeah, we were doing the birthday cake dancing and all that kind of stuff. And that's about all that's installed on this box. It, it does have a miner on it, which I was trying to top off uh, some Bitcoin to get it to, you know, dump over to my wallet. You crypto guys will know that. But I was like, well, why don't I just put it on that? Because I don't use Windows as much as I used to, right? All my software is outdated. So we just fired it up. I threw in an extra hard drive. And what else did I do? I didn't do anything else. I closed the cover. It's got two video cards in it. And I just closed the cover. So it's off and running. I installed it. Lifetime member, so I don't really have to do anything. You just sign in. And I had to go to the like the TV and the guide section. I guess I could bring that up and kind of show you but or, or talk about it while I'm doing it. But it was fairly... Fairly easy to do. I was like, oh, this is good. All right. So I went to a daytime show. I recorded some kind of, I don't know, a couple minutes of a daytime show. Went downstairs, got the Plex uh, app on the Roku again, and watched my show. Watched the show. It's pretty easy. I was like, all right, this is good. Forgetting that. On the PC, when I was configuring this, I was looking at the web-based grid guide. Yeah, I know if you've used Plex, you know where I'm going. You know where I'm headed with this. This is what chaps everybody's butt on this Plex. Actually, a lot of things were for recording over-the-air TV. Grid guide on the web page is... fantastic. Love it. Works great. Can't complain. Works great. Over on the Roku, (laughs) not so much. It's just the icons. So it's just icons. So it's the icon of the show that's playing at the moment, which, you know, it can be done, but nobody likes it. It can be done. So it would be nice to have that grid guide situation worked out to the Roku or you know whatever you're using the Apple TV. I don't know, it may be. I know you guys know more about it than I do. So t- tips and tricks, I'm just waiting on your reply. So I'm sure a ton of you are in the car and just jones in to tweet me and uh, reply to the forums if there's something better. So in the experimentation, maybe two months ago, I took the plunge and I tried Hulu. So I didn't even talk about this with you. But I did try Hulu. I don't know if it's Hulu Plus or whatever. Whatever the TV part is where you can get streaming. Now, I will, besides using Tableau for a while, I haven't tried anything else. So I've used Tableau. Gosh, what's that other company I used that same year? So I'm at CES. I don't know, they made a box, had a HDMI port in the back. Tableau does not have the HDMI, it streams only. And Hulu, and now Plex for OTA. The big thing is, is I really loathe taking on another monthly recurring fee. I really don't want to do that. The family does not want to do that. We already play for Amazon, we already play... Pay, play, pay for Netflix. We really don't want to do more. Hulu, Hulu would have really had to knock it out of the park for me to do that, to add that service, and it just didn't. We uh, didn't even let the trial expire; just canceled and uh, uninstalled the app on the Roku. Just it was did not like, did not like at all. I would like a service. I can do the OTA. If you're going to stream things to me, stream stream things to me. Mix in my OTA or stream me my OTA. Now, I kind of like having my local news guys. If I want to look at some news, you know, most of the time I'm doing it with the app, to be honest with you. We all do it with the app. But there are times when we're like hey turn the news on this thing happened or you know something so we watch the news i would like it local but i don't have to have it local i just need you know i just need a football game here and there and that also worries me that i wouldn't get my local football game i would get something like tampa bay versus san francisco you know i, I don't want to see that at all i may be willing to pay for Additional channels. I'm talking I'm talking your heavy hitters here. The ones I like. AMC, History, Discover, HGTV, Travel, maybe something like that. Little package. So it would seem that the Sling service would benefit me. Maybe the YouTube TV service would benefit me, although I'm pretty sure I remember that they don't have. HGTV which that would be a no-no in my household cuz even my kids like to watch you know house hunters and flip it or sell it or flip it or flop it you know those shows where they're tearing water heaters out and throwing them out of the second floor window they love that stuff love it so i would need i would love to stream it all and not not have to worry about OTA signal fade and stuff like that because we get it here i don't know why I could get better service, 46 mile, 48 miles as a crow flies in southern Wisconsin than I can in central Indiana where I'm 8 to 10 miles as a crow flies. I mean, it could be more. I think it's 13. So there you ha- there's that. I'm, I'm not going to bitch about it because all I got to do is get off my butt and try all these different services, which I should do. I just haven't really applied that. It hasn't it hasn't hit the, oh my God, have to have this kind of thing. I can literally go with this Plex thing as just the channel record, right? If we just got away from grid guide whatsoever, I don't, I, can, I, can I grid guide on the app? If I could go through the app and do the record thing and then just watch the recorded TV. So, okay, I'm thinking out loud. Let me tell you what happened last night. Colts football starts at 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Colts are visiting the Seahawks. Big deal for us here in Colts land because our quarterback, Mr. Luck, is his first game back since, you know, seven years or something when he got hurt with his shoulder. I wanted to see he was going to play first preseason game. The starting quarterback never plays the first preseason game. If he does, he just steps out for the coin toss, and that's it. Usually, okay, they play a series maybe. But a guy that was hurt, he's going to play, they said, like the first quarter. So, okay, I got to watch this. And I want to see it. I don't want to see it the next day. I want to watch it when it's happening. So recorded on Plex. And then I got, I'm sitting in bed, right? It's 10 o'clock. I'm old. I'm getting tired. I was like, I'm going to watch this. So I got the second channel on HD Home Run. I thought, I'm going to use the HDHR app, which has worked for me really well in the past. Fired that thing up and stuttering, stuttering, stuttering. Like, oh my God, you're killing me. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? So I don't know if it was my Wi-Fi connection. i I stopped it, restarted it. I don't know if it was something else, but it was just, it was jicky as all get out. It was crazy. So I just installed the Plex app. I literally just on the fly installed the Plex app. It it was kind of silly. I don't know. That's where I, I started getting frustrated. I mean, literally, I was getting frustrated at this thing because I couldn't just hit like TV in the, in the sidebar, and say, go, find my find my stuff, give me my recordings, boom, go, it took me to a page. I had some cryptic clicks I had to do, I had to sign in, it said, you're good, and I'm like, well, where am I, I'm lost, go back to Plex, went back to Plex, I clicked it, again, the TV and DVR section, thinking that it's going to do this stupid thing all over again, and it didn't, it was obviously happy with what I did, and it gave me my recorded TV. I saw my TV show from the earlier in the day, and I saw the Colts recording. Tapped it, and it said, do you want to watch live? Or do you want to go back and start over? Start from the beginning. I was like, oh my God. I love this already. That is what I want to see when you tap on a show that is recording in progress. That is what you want to see. Lord knows how many times I've screwed up Media Center and either saw the ending of the ball game or completely didn't record the ending of the ball game due to time or it you name it it switched over recorded the next show and something in the buffer dropped out because you're watching it live and i've screwed up a lot i've recorded tv in my lifetime and hopefully i'm not going to with this plex business but it worked out i watched the ball game didn't stutter and I thought I don't I don't know what was going on with the phone or or something, but it worked out. And literally, right before I started this podcast, I checked it here. I've got it on the um, on the web browser. I'm actually on the server itself, so there's like zero latency. And the TV show is there. It's it's awesome. It's really good stuff. I started a folder called TV Shows, and I started a folder called TV Shows Old. And that's uh, some of the stuff I've got ripped into mp4 uh some walking dead you know some just crazy stuff my kids like to watch like BattleBots and, and things i may have downloaded some of these things i have no clue um i went ahead and threw in the family video folder which wow that needs cleaned up uh very badly because it's just a bunch of file names and there we go all i need to do is dig out the recorded TV from the old media center and see if there's anything on there that I'd like to keep. See if there's anything I'd like to uh, transfer over. It looks like it's a champ so far. Just got to figure out this grid guide thing. So I'm telling you, Plex, just charge me something. Just charge me something. I might pay it. I might pay it. Even though I've already paid you all the money that that I've paid you. I might pay it. So, you should add that. I think you're. I think you're missing. I think you're missing out. So what do you think? Plex, OTA, YouTube TV, no HGTV, Sling. Which I think they all just raised their rates, right? Cutting the cord. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's cutting the cord. Everybody's internet prices going up. Cable prices uh, are they coming down? I get coupons all the time that make me think I would like to try out their two-year deal for the, you know, for the 50 bucks a month. But I'm not going to do it because I don't want that stupid DVR in my house. I don't want all that equipment. I don't. I really, really, really do not want that. So let's fill in a little bit more. Hey, let's talk about this. You, you, We've got to talk about this more. We've got to go out to the Reset Forums. I'll put a post in there. We can talk about this. It'll be fun Yes it will. I've got some other I got I even have an article in my show notes. DirecTV Now versus Sling TV versus PlayStation View versus YouTube versus Hulu versus Fubo versus Philo. Philo Fubo Philo beto I, it's, I don't know. It's all this stuff. It's from cord cutters. There's so much cord cutting. It drives me crazy. I recently saw an article about turn your old iPad into a photo frame. What? That's a good idea. Are you kidding me? That's a great idea. But then I thought, wait a minute. This is this is not the right crowd. Let's turn our surface 2 or our surface RT into a photo frame. Hello. So Surface Two, and this reminded me, and when when I sold my last house, I put the Surface Two in a central area, like in the kitchen, where you put like the flyers and the handouts and the MLS, all those little things, right? The little printouts. And I just sat it there and ran this app that just rotated these images. Right? And it was images I had shot and images I took from the realtor of the things that they shot of the house. You know, the, the you know the pictures they put online when you're searching uh, Zillow or whatever those apps are. And I just, just ran them. And I thought, why use an iPad when a lot of us have these Surface RTs and these Surface 2s sitting around? Sometimes not in use. I get it. I get it. But let's use a photo frame. So I found, I dug out mine, still on there, digital picture frame. Um, is an app available on the PC. Now, hang on. Let me look. This one. this one is called... What is this called? Picture Frame Slideshow. That's the app that's on uh, RT. So you going to have to open that RT store to get that. And there you go. There's your instant photo frame. Now, the article that I was... Looking at turn your old iPad into a frame for two dollars, it was actually kind of cool where you could send photos to it and you could, uh, you know, it was it had some limitations as well, it would only run them for like uh, the fastest change was like 10 minutes. But you know, I'm thinking maybe I want to. You know, run the vacation photos, which we have like 800 vacation photos, right? Maybe I want those to go a little quicker. Zip, 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 zip. So there you have it. I'm just throwing the idea out there to you. Use your iPad. Use your Surface 2. Don't use your Surface Go. That's way too expensive. Actually, my original Surface RT was $666. Can you believe that? Surface RT with the type pad. It wasn't even a real keyboard. It was a type pad, which is that smooth one, right? You got to kind of poke at to get it to type. 600 bones with tax, almost 700 bones. Um, yeah, I would definitely buy the Surface Go if I could do that again. But the Surface Go is actually getting some really nice press as a, you know, pretty decent little tablet. I don't know if it is suitable for me or maybe for you, but we can discuss that. I did not buy one. I do not have a reason to buy one. I hear things like uh, Mary Jo Foley say, if I want a real laptop to travel with me, I'll bring a real laptop. I mean, it's some quote like that. If I need, you know, if I'm traveling, I'm going to bring a real laptop. But if she's walking around town, she'll bring the Surface Go because it's lighter and it's capable. But it's a little slower, and you're still gonna pay, you know, six hundred bucks up upwards. And you can pay the four hundred. Definitely pay the four hundred. I think you'd be fine with the four hundred dollar version. I do think that you're gonna want a keyboard at some point in time, even if traveling, even if just having it as a movie machine, you're gonna want the keyboard probably too. To do some of those little things, like, you know, I mean, for me, I would like maybe I need to FTP into something, right? Maybe I need to do, I, I, I don't know. I do everything with a laptop. I do, I do, you know, video production and in photo editing and whatnot. So maybe the Surface Go might work for some photo editing, some light photo editing. I don't think it's going to crunch any big time movies. Cinema productions, although I don't do cinematic productions, so maybe it would work, but I'm taken care of right now. I didn't see any reason for me to shell out any type of money for this solution, although I wanted to. Trust me, I wanted to. I will, however, entertain a review unit should, you know, one just be laying around somewhere, and you need, you know, a good opinion from someone who used to be an MVP. So just just hook me up. I'll send you my address, right? Hit me on Twitter, McKayBio. It looks good. I worry about the battery life. I think it could have more battery life, and I think that's about my only concern. I'm not real concerned about the lower um, disc, the, the first skew that has the Pentium Gold, the 4 gigs, and the eMMC drive. I'm not really worried about that because I don't think you're going to be using it as your truck, right? Your big, heavy-moving vehicle of a PC. You now that's at home. That's on your big-time laptop. That's your Surface Pro, right? And you're just going to consume a little bit. But I do worry about that battery life. Oh, that battery life. You can't take it. I'm thinking six-hour flight, you're going to be hard-pressed, right? I, I I don't know. Time will tell if these guys come back and say, you know, it's not going to make it. I would hope that it could go six hours watching movies. It's advertised to go nine. People are saying four. So jury is still out on that. If you bought it, let me know. I would love to know. Real world reset, folks what you're seeing on that right you know we may be talking phones here pretty soon it is it's phone season guys iPhone is is around the corner Uh, Samsung's Note is around the corner and their Galaxy will uh, be leaking soon the Pixel Pixel 3 has been leaking all over the place and we're going to be talking I'm going to be talking about that because I'm excited I'm ready to get into a new phone I started with the Pixel 2 XL last year I didn't like it. I turned it back in. I said, you know what? I'm going to go with the small one, the Pixel 2. Love that phone. It's small. I can hold it in my hand. But I want to go to the bigger one again. So I'm going to go with the Pixel 3 XL or whatever they call it, the big one. And I'm excited about it. But I saw this. T-Mobile has a military discount that seems pretty darn cool. All right, T-Mobile, guys, especially if you're a vet, they have um, lines. So you can get one line for $55. That's that's 20% off. That includes unlimited talk, text, and data. Unlimited data. Unlimited Mexico, Canada. In-flight texting. Mobile hotspot data. Stream unlimited at 480p. That includes taxes and fees. There's no surprises. Texting and data abroad, um, 210 countries, and Netflix. Netflix, $55. So let's go ahead and say that you cut Netflix off, and what's that subscription? Let's just round it 10 bucks. You're down to $45, right? So I'm on Project Fi, and I love Project Fi. I cannot tell you how much I love Project Fi. But I wouldn't mind having a little extra data here and there, too. So I am a vet. So I guess you just take your DD214 right on down to T-Mobile and grab you a plan. I don't know. So it's very tempting. So everything's kind of, I'm being tempted right now. The thing I like about Project Fi is the day that they announce the new phones, you literally can get on the Project Fi app and order it. And you can order that interest-free. There's no interest payments. They just divide it by 24 and you just pay it out, which that I dig. Last year, I did the trade-in. I traded in my old Pixel and I got good. I got top dollar for that trade-in. I mailed in the phone. I kept my box. I kept my charger. I kept my accessories. They just wanted the phone. I mailed that in and I got good money for it. It paid my monthly bill. They don't send you cash. They don't send you an Amazon gift card. But it's cool because they pay your bill with it, right? They hold the money. And they subtract your bill from it. So it, it was a solid deal. It was more. I got more from it from Google than I could at Swappa, right? So I did good. That was That was cool. But I would consider doing this with T-Mobile. Now, one of the things I like about Project Fi is I can order a second SIM for my tablet. And I have, gosh, how many SIMs do I have? You can get up to 10 uh, data SIMs. One of my data SIMs I have in an iPhone 6, and I have installed... Google Hangouts, logged in with a brand new account, Google Hangouts, and the kid can get on his bike, throw that in his pocket, pedal down the street, and just on the data plan over LTE, he can text me, he can call me. Now, granted, he can open up a YouTube and start streaming movies, but you know I've threatened him within an inch of his life. If he ever wants a phone in the future, he's going to do it my way right now. So I pay very little. I don't have to pay a line fee. I don't have to pay for the data fee. It just I mean, I pay for the data. It comes out of my pool. But I don't pay anything else. Google and Project Fi give you that data sim for free. They FedEx it to you. It'll get to you in like two to three days. So that is super cool. And if like the Surface Go comes out, with LTE. If you want to buy that thing, you throw in the data SIM and it's good to go. Now, I don't see that with the T-Mobile deal. It says mobile hotspot data including included. Keep all your devices connected at max 3G speeds. Ooh, okay, 3 gigs. Oh, that might be That might be a killer, but I it's it's probably it's probably worth it, right? To share out your data. I would think so. Something to look at. Something to look at. I'll let you know what phone I get. Color and all that kinda crazy stuff, but I'm looking forward to it. I, I like I like this time of the year. I may grab someone and we may talk phones. You know, we may talk my phone is better than your phone. My notch is bigger than your notch, kind of Thing we might do a show like that. I like it. I like it. All right, I'm going to leave you with what I'm reading. Stop me if you've heard this one. This is pretty good. Two men are wanted for replacing external hard drives, drive hardware with Play Doh and returning them to Target. (laughs) This is hilarious. You got to click this link and go see this picture. I mean, that's they chose yellow, purple, and green. (laughs) And so they bought external hard drives. They ripped them out, got the drives out, put the Play Doh in, put it all back together real nice, repackaged it, and took it back to Target and said, Oh, we changed our mind. We'd like our money back. Well, someone got wise, opened it up, and found the Play Doh. And these guys, the bad guys, Got to pay for the hard drives. And I think they're going to do a little time. So click the link. It'll be in the show notes. Show notes. The show notes at reset.fm slash 48. Thank you again for tuning in to Reset. Hey, you can get me now on Plex Podcasts. Check that out. I've already subscribed to myself. That's fun. So uh, thank you very much. If you would like to support the show and, uh, and uh, support the forums out there at resetforums.com, patreon.com slash david mccabe now what i'm doing is i've got a, a bag full of giveaway items and if you become a Patreon at the two dollar i think it's two dollars and up we're doing giveaways and also i've been sending out hardware so i've sent out a couple of review units that i couldn't get to this summer and i've got more that's going out so if you want to get in on this action, when I get review unit stuff and I can't get to it or I don't want to get to it, or we, we've got a Fing box out there and it's going to go to multiple people. I think we're just going to keep forwarding it around until we hit every patron that can review the Fing box. So that's going to be fun. That's what we're doing here at Patreon. Patreon.com slash David McCabe. Go get in on it and uh, I actually post, post privately out there to you, kind of just to discuss things with you it's like my go-to group right if i have a question like hey what do you guys think of me trying this and i'll just bend your ear sometimes so thanks for supporting the show we'll see you here next week this has been Reset. it can be found at reset.fm or over on youtube at youtube.com slash david mccabe follow on twitter at mccabe io and you can discuss this episode and more on reset forums resetforums.com Intro and outro music is by Daryl Lee. Find it at soundcloud.com Daryl Lee Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E Music Support of this podcast can be done at Patreon. Patreon.com slash McCabe. There's also some shopping links at resetforums.com if you want to use those If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for your support. I'll see you next week on Reset.